This episode is supported by Earn In. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. So the app is free. You can leave a tip if you want. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So here's the thing. Sometimes getting close to your next paycheck, next pay period, and you realize, oh gosh, like paycheck doesn't come until next Friday, but we have this event that we need to attend this weekend and we need money for it. Or we have to buy a gift for someone. Or, oh my gosh, like my kid tore through their shoes and now we have to buy new shoes this weekend and the money's not in the bank yet. So Earning can help you access the money you've already earned at work by giving you this little bit of money in advance. So make Earnin part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security, and it gives me a lot of peace of mind. So for our listeners, all you need to do is download Earnin today. It's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, and you can download it in Google Play or the Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Shameless Mom under podcast when you sign up. So there'll be a little place where you can, where it says, what podcast did you hear about them on? Type in Shameless Mom under podcast. This helps to show support for our show and our advertisers. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 227. Show notes for this episode, including all links mentioned in the episode and access to any sponsor discounts can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 227. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean, and I'm here to give you and other passionate, dedicated moms the tools you need to bridge the gap between motherhood and living the life of your dreams. I'm also here to help you be a little more shameless every day, because if you aren't building a life you're extraordinarily proud of, what kind of legacy are you building? So let's dive in. Hello, shameless moms. I'm so excited to be here. It is a super gorgeous sunny day as I am recording here in Seattle, which always feels like such a treat this time of year. So I'm kind of basking in that. And I'm also basking in a very clean office because we had a flood over the weekend in our basement, which flooded into my office, which forced me to clean my office out and do some purging. So this is what you call silver linings. I won't mention which family member clogged our downstairs toilet by using too much toilet paper, except to say it probably wouldn't be the one you expect out of my two male roommates. And I did comment on Instagram that I would be hosting a lecture series around the appropriate use of toilet paper. So I'm in the process of putting that together. I'm feeling like maybe this could be like a national program, a national lecture series, international maybe, because I cannot be the only person who, first of all, doesn't really enjoy sharing bathrooms with the males in their households and also doesn't enjoy toilet paper situations whether that's wiping people's booties, whether that's overuse of the TP, or whether that's a toilet flooding into your office. So my office is nice and cleaned out and uh, it feels very spacious. The other thing about having my office cleaned out is 
I just went through a major, major transition that I finally get to share with you. And so I'm going to be talking about that shortly. And I am so excited. This has like been kind of my secret life for quite a while now, what's been going on behind the scenes. And I finally get to share it openly. So I'm very excited about that. And that will be coming up. But part of getting through this major transition and being able to clean my office out and create space is that I'm creating space for my future, which is basically the topic of today's show is make space for your future. And I'm going to share with you how I've done that, what I'm doing with that right now, what it's going to look like for you all, because it will impact the Shameless Mom Academy in a big way. So I'm very, very excited to dive into that. But before we do that, I want to talk about our Shameless Mom of the Week. So remember, Shameless Mom of the Week comes from a review. So if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review and leave a review for the show, then you get to potentially be the Shameless Mom of the Week. So if you do that, or when you do that, uh, again, you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, do it on your phone, it's way easier. It drops you right into Apple Podcasts where you can click on write a review in the ratings and review section. And when you do that, leave your name if you want me to share your name, because a lot of times I get like nicknames that they're like, sometimes I don't know what they say. They can be kind of like random names. So anyways, if you want your name actually shared, just make sure you put your name in your review. Okay, so here we go. This one is from Sissy's Stratton Babies. I'm not sure I'm saying that correctly, because it's all one word, but from Sissy Stratton Babies. And she says, my mom has suggested this podcast to me for a few months now. She kept sending me links to listen, which I shrugged off as I'm knee deep in raising four kids and trying to hang on to a career. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of shamelessness right there. She sent me the link yesterday just before sitting down to fold five loads of laundry. I have listened shamelessly for two days as I binged through the episodes. One of my 11-year-old sons just commented, you've been listening to this all day. Are you Okay. <laughs> smiley face. So I just wanted to definitely congratulate you on being the shameless mom of the week by listening to two full days of binge listening to the show. And I love that your family's noticing that you are like maybe the number one fan of my fan club right now, which I love the shameless mom fan club. So thank you so much for your review, Sissy Stratton babies. I love that you have finally listened to your obviously very wise mother and heated her advice to tune into the show. And I hope that it has been helpful. You obviously have your hands very full. And I hope that taking some time out to listen to the show, even if it's just while you're folding laundry or maybe on your way to and from work, just gives you a little bit of reprieve from the chaos, I'm sure, that is raising four kids and trying to hang on to your career. So sending you lots and lots of love, mama. Okay, so now let's dive in to the big news. I did post this on Instagram probably a week and a half ago and got many lovely messages from people. But the big news is I have sold Sync Fitness. I sold my gym. So for two years, for over two years now, you've heard me on the podcast reference all these things about how I'm a gym owner and I have a podcast. And that's always like a part of the story, right? And it's a huge part of my identity. And when I started the podcast, I started the podcast really specifically because I wanted to be having conversations that I wanted to be kind of having conversations on a little bit of a different platform that weren't necessarily gym appropriate. And some of that came from my experiences in working in fitness with women for so many years. And so I've been in the fitness industry now for 16 years, and I'm so, so grateful for every damn day of that those 16 years. It's been an amazing, amazing ride and transformative to me in more ways than I can count. 
But it became clear to me a couple of years ago that I wanted to be having different kinds of conversations. And I didn't want my life's work to be all around helping women shrink. Knowing how many women spend the majority of their life obsessed with or majorly preoccupied with their weight and their burning desire to take up less physical space, I just really started to get this sense that I could not have my life work continue to revolve around helping women shrink. That said, I'm really proud of everything I've done with Sync Fitness and I'm so proud of the gym and I love my members and the relationships I've made and the connections I've made and friendships I've made. And there are people who will always be in my life because of that chapter of my life and I'm forever, forever grateful for that. But I also knew when I started the podcast that I needed to create a safe space for women to expand in all ways, physically and emotionally and all other directions as well. And I wasn't able to do that at the gym. There's limitations to running a gym. Like people are showing up there with some really specific goals and there's nothing wrong with any of those goals. If you want to show up and lose weight, that's totally fine. If you want to become like a lean badass machine, go for it. But I also just knew that I wanted to be, I wanted to start evolve the conversations that I was having. And so my first answer to that was to start the podcast. And that was like my first step into kind of a new, scary, different thing. And after I started the podcast, I didn't know where it was going to go. I didn't know what that would feel like. And I didn't know if I would like it. I was, you know, I was like, I'm not going to go all in on the podcast because what if I don't like it? And what if it doesn't work out? And so, and this is definitely, and I've talked about this before, how I've made transitions in my life. It's always where I let kind of the old thing cushion the new thing. And so I've always let the thing that I've been doing continue to support me and create stability and security while I try something new. And I did that when I transitioned my previous career from working in the psychiatric hospital into working in fitness. And so for me, that feels, that's like the safe way for me to make a leap and to feel something out and be like, okay, like I want to try this out. I want to see how it goes. And I want to see where I want to go with this. And so I was able to do that with a podcast, really not knowing how that would go. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this is, show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily. It's very digestible. And the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert, Juliana Utube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people with, heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly, Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue, and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him, and it was getting kind of like icky, and you know like when kids 
start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse. And so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately. And I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect. So Vinny does not like ointmenty, creamy, lotiony things on his body, but I was able to get out the spray, literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived, put it on his toe before he went to bed. And the next morning he was like, mom, my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500,000 happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients, active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family. So to get your own active skin repair, go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20% off your order when you use the code shameless. That's activeskinrepair.com. Use the code shameless for 20% off your order. Activeskinrepair.com, code shameless. But it became clear to me over time that I really love podcasting and I love being here with you all. I love the conversations that I get to have every single week. I love the conversations that I have on social media and in my email inbox every damn day with different shameless moms from the Shameless Mom Academy. And so it's just been a really, really fun and exciting and transformational experience for me to be part of this with all of you. And what happened about a year ago is I started to get this sense that I couldn't manage both communities and feel like everyone was getting the best from me. So I couldn't be all in in on the gym if I was going to be at all involved in the podcast. And I couldn't be all in on the podcast if I was going to be at all involved in the gym. And that just became very glaringly clear. And it started to feel like I wasn't really my best in either space because at the gym, I was spending less and less time focusing on that community as I started to see that there was other things I wanted to do with the podcast. And that felt like then the gym wasn't getting the best of me. And with the podcast, there was a lot of things I wanted to do with the podcast, but I couldn't do because I didn't have the bandwidth because I was still needed to have my hand in some stuff at the gym. And so then I also felt like you all weren't getting the best of me. And what was happening with me in the middle of all that is that I was going a little bit crazy because I was constantly trying to prioritize like which place needed me more any given week, day or hour. And sometimes that was easy and obvious and fun and exciting. And other times that was very chaotic and very stressful and very overwhelming and very exhausting. Not that I didn't love all of it, but it just got to be really hard to manage both And I started to get a sense of where I ultimately wanted to be. And I knew that I ultimately wanted to be having the conversations that I was having in the podcast, that I ultimately wanted to be kind of constantly pushing at the edges of my comfort zone and always leaning into the things that were equal parts exciting and scary. And having been in the fitness industry for 16 years, that wasn't pushing the edges of my comfort zone anymore. That wasn't leaning into things that were exciting and scary. That was like sitting in routine. And for me, routine can start to feel stagnant after a while. And so I like to keep things mixed up. I don't like new things. I'm pretty nervous about new things in many situations, but I also know that I grow and thrive when things are a little bit hard. And so 
it's actually been very stimulating for me to have the podcast and have something that feels a little bit hard, like, oh, I need to tackle this. And my competitive nature, like, where am I ranked this week? And how's the show doing? And where are my downloads at? And like those kinds of things, that's really fun for me because I'm kind of dorky and I'm very competitive with myself. I'm not super competitive with other people necessarily, but I'm competitive with myself. And so I'm always looking at like, how am I you know, doing better and building upon the things that already exist. And so this has really created a place for me to do that. And I felt like the gym had kind of capped out with what I wanted to do there. And I also fully recognize that my trainers at the gym are much better at being trainers than I am at this point, because they're super excited about it. And they're engaged and invested in ways that I'm just not anymore because I've been doing it for so long. So there wasn't kind of got to the point of like, there's no turning back. Like there's not there's not a place for me to go back full-time into fitness, but there's definitely a place for me to go full speed ahead into serving women through the Shameless Mom Academy. So at that point, when I realized this, I made the very terrifying and overwhelming, but ultimately responsible and reasonable choice that I needed to sell the gym. And so I started looking into how to do that. And I will tell you that I made the decision to sell the gym well before I felt ready and comfortable with that decision. And that is, I think, a very valuable lesson that you can't wait until you're ready. And I think that the biggest, best example of this has to do with having kids. And I think that a lot of people think that they're going to wait till they're ready to have kids, but you never get to that point where you're like, now I'm ready. And for us, like for sure, when we were trying to get pregnant with Vinny, we did not feel ready when we first started trying. And then it took so long. And then by the time we finally got pregnant, it was like we were desperately ready to be pregnant. And so when we first started, though, we did not feel ready. So what I will say about that is that I think it's really important that you do things before you're fully ready, even though that is scary and terrifying. So I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit. I decided I was going to sell Sync Fitness. That's a scary thing to decide you're going to sell a business. Also, let me let you know right away, right up front, I don't know the first thing about selling a business. So there was a lot of things to learn. The process was very trying in many ways. It was not easy. It was not fun. It was not comfortable. It was kind of the opposite of all those things. And there was many times when I thought that the whole thing was going to fall apart and blow up in my face and I didn't know what I was going to do. So that's been going on behind the scenes for a while now. And now I feel really, really good about how it's all come together and kind of wrapped up. And I have two buyers for the gym who are, I think, a fantastic fit. And they're so excited. And when I meet them over there, so we're just finishing up our transition and for them to take over ownership. And when I meet them over there, I kind of get FOMO because they talk about their plans. And I'm like, oh, wait, like you're going to make it all fun and cool. And like you get to do it together. And everything I've done there has been like on my own. I mean, I've had my amazing team of trainers. And from an ownership standpoint, I've made all those decisions on my own about what to do with the space and how to grow the business and all those things. And so I'll tell you, I've had a little bit of FOMO watching them, but I'm also very excited for them. And I'm very excited for our members, many of whom I know listen to the show. So I'm also so grateful that I get to continue to be connected to that community through the women and moms who listen to me here and join me here. So to all my sync listeners, thank you for being in this space with me also. And I love you and adore you. And I'm so glad we get to continue to spend time together every week, twice a week. So what's happened with this transition is that 
I've been able to create space for my future. And I pulled this truth bomb. You guys have heard me talk about truth bombs before. So truth bombs, it's this deck of cards that Danielle Laporte sells. And if you go to daniellelaporte.com, I'll put the link in the show notes. If you go to daniellelaporte.com, you can get this little box of truth bombs and you pull a card and every card has just a quick little saying on it. And I pulled a card. So when I'm like having a rough day or something, I'll pull a card out just for like a little bit of inspiration. And I pulled this card a couple months ago that said, make space for your future. Actually, it was probably like six months ago. And I put it up on my desk and I knew that, and this was at a time that things with the gym were feeling very tentative and up in the air and like it all might fall apart with the sale. And I was like, I just have to keep focusing on making space for my future. And so that's what I've done is I've continued to make that space. So I'll tell you, this is scary and nerve wracking and uncomfortable because I don't have a super specific plan and there's no guarantees that what I'm going to do is going to work. Now that said, I've already shared that I'm not like a huge risk taker. So the beauty of being able to set up to start the podcast while I still had the gym running was that I got to kind of test it out and I got to see, are people listening? Do I like doing this? Do I want to keep doing this? Are there things here that I could talk about for years and years to come? Do people want to be in this space with me? And will people communicate with me in this space? And is there a way to make money in this space that could ultimately replace my gym income? All those things were unknowns when I started out. And so what this transition has allowed for is for me to figure all that out and to figure out that like, yes, I love doing this. And I want to be talking about these things for years to come. And yes, people are listening and they're engaged and they're replying to emails and they're commenting on social media and they're sending me personal messages and direct messages. And I'm able to connect with people here. And yes, I can make money on this. So I'm not going to immediately be able to replace my gym income. That's something I have to work on. So I've put a team in place and I've actually been working with people already leading up to this, working with coaches and mentors, looking at like, how can I build a business around this in a way that feels really good and really fun and really exciting and also ultimately allows me to be of the best service to all of you. And so you're going to see that rolling out in the next few months. You're going to see different ways where you can participate in the Shameless Mom Academy in different levels. And for some of you, it might be that you want like help with accountability around habits and self-care. For others of you, you might want opportunities to work together to you know, create your own podcast or build a blog or you know, work on your own fitness business. I'm currently working with people in all of those categories, doing one-on-one coaching, and I'm looking to expand in those different directions and build out communities and platforms for all of you to exist with me in those spaces. And I could not be more excited. So I'm looking at what do I want that to look like? And I'm being really conscientious A coach said to me a number of years ago, what do you want to talk about every day for the rest of your life? And when he said that to me, it was a huge turning point for me in terms of making decisions about everything in business. Because I decided after thinking that through that I want to make sure that whatever I decide to do, it's something I feel really good about and something I want to keep doing every day for as long as I can imagine right now. Now that said, I'm also not going to resign myself to the fact that I'm going to be sitting in the same place every day for the rest of my life. Like I understand I'm going to grow and evolve. And that was another big consideration with the gym is that when it came down to it, when I had to choose, when I realized like I need to be all in on the podcast or on the gym, where do I go? And I started to think, where do I want to be in five years? I don't want to still be in the fitness industry in five years. Not that I don't love the fitness industry. It's been a great, fantastic ride, but I didn't want to be limited to the fitness industry in five years. I knew I wanted to be somewhere different and have a little bit of a different platform. And so 
I've been looking at what do I want to talk about every day for the rest of my life, also recognizing that that changes over time. And so really considering what that's going to look like in the next couple years, and then also thinking about what that's going to look like in the next five to 10 years, because I think what it's going to look like in the next five to 10 years is going to be a lot different than what it looks like in the next year. And so I'm kind of considering all of that at one time, which is really fun and exciting. And I will tell you, it's gotten to feel less scary. And here's why. So unknown things, the unknown in general, used to feel really big and scary and intimidating to me. And I think a lot of that was because I did not give myself credit for being resilient. But I will say it has started to feel less scary. So now we're going to talk about why I'm feeling a little less fearful in these kinds of situations. Or for being able to find strength I didn't know I had or be able to push myself to grow in new, different dynamic directions. And what I started realizing in the last few years is that I've already done really hard things. So I can do more really hard things. I've built multiple businesses. So I built multiple successful businesses. So that means I can build more successful businesses. So I don't need to feel limited by like, if I leave one successful business, that doesn't mean that I can't have that again. It means that I absolutely can have that again, because I've proven that I can do it. I think about that when I think about going through infertility and thinking that you know, thinking about everything that we went through at two different times with all of that and giving myself credit for like things can be really, really hard and emotionally overwhelming and exhausting and I can get through them. And so I don't need to be, I don't need to live in fear of those kinds of situations. Like not that I'm, you know, like looking forward to them or anything, but I don't need to be fearful of them. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and they're specifically designed to combat 
chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners, can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. And so, because I've proven that I can get through really hard things and I can find my way out of dark, dark times and dark, dark days... And so learning that and reminding myself of that goes a long way when it comes to taking chances and taking new, uncomfortable, scary steps. So when it comes down to like the ultimate step of selling the gym and putting all my eggs into the podcast, that's something a few years ago that I would have never even thought about because the gym was my comfort zone and it's where my heart was. And it was like, this was this thing that I built and I took so much pride in that ownership, which I still am really proud of what I built there. But also, I don't need to feel limited by building that thing. Instead, I can feel this expansiveness in, oh, because I built that, that means I can go build something else even bigger and something that can serve even more people. Or in getting through everything we went through in infertility, it's like, because I got through that, that means that I can get through other really hard things, whatever comes my way. And I think about that sometimes when I think about, you know, the inevitable, like I think about something awful happening to my mom and like, how will I ever get through that? Then I think, you know, it's going to suck. But also I've been through really hard things and I can get through more really hard things. So that sense of resilience and that confidence in resiliency has become really powerful. So I want you all to start thinking about when you feel yourself limiting your options or limiting areas of growth in your life, can you look back to where you have proven that you can do hard things, where you have proven that you're more strong, powerful, and capable than you ever imagined? And can you harness that and use it moving forward to go after the things that you really want? And maybe for you, that is starting your own business. Maybe that for you is like tackling you know, high blood pressure and high cholesterol and trying to focus on exercise and nutrition so that you don't have to be on the medications. Maybe for you, that is like starting to build a you know, significant hobby around photography or sewing or gardening or something that you've just kind of put on the back burner since you had kids and thought like, oh, I'm going to get to that later. Maybe you actually build space for that and take that little bit of an uncomfortable leap to say like, hey, mom's going to take a photography class every Saturday from noon to five for the next five weeks you guys can figure out what you're going to do, you know? So any of those uncomfortable steps can be really powerful. 
So think of other times when you've already proven that you can do those things and that you can push yourself to those edges of discomfort and to the edges of your comfort zone and then take that little step over the line where you go into that place where you can lean into the things that are equal parts scary and exciting. Because I'm not someone who ever lived in that space growing up. I actually very much avoided that space. And the example I always like to use is that I was great in math growing up. And I was always like in the advanced math class, reading and reading comprehension specifically were a struggle for me and continue to be reading isn't a struggle for me, but reading comprehension and some of like the details around that continue to be a struggle for me. And I will read a book and like a week later, I will not remember anything about it. But I'll just remember that like either I liked it or I didn't. But what I will say is that I had this sense of self that I just needed to keep taking the hard math classes and like avoiding all the reading and writing stuff, which is interesting because all of my work now is connected to things related to reading and writing and like how I've developed as someone who is a consumer of reading and personal development and who does a lot of writing, has done a lot of writing um, in the past and continues to do a lot of writing and really thrives in writing. And I don't ever do math. Like I literally have not done math since I took my GREs. And prior to my GREs, I didn't take math for four years. So I haven't touched math since I was a senior in high school. And I got college credit in high school for that senior class. And then I never took math in college. And then I took my GREs at the end of my senior year, I guess. Did awful and haven't done math again since then. So like the thing that I really always identified with growing up was that I was good at math and not great at reading and writing the thing I'm doing in adulthood is all the reading and writing and nothing to do with the math. So I've learned to work on the things that are hard and get better in those ways. And that feels exciting and scary. And it used to be for me that the things that felt exciting and scary, I was way too uncomfortable to do. And I would be like, oh no, like I don't really want to try that. And what if I'm bad at it? And what if I fail? And what if I look silly, which was a big thing for me for so long? Like what if I fall flat on my face in front of other people, which very literally was my fear in PE class that I would literally fall flat on my face in front of other people. But it's also a figurative thing for me. Like, I don't want other people to see me fail. I only like to do things that I'm good at. I've gotten way better at reframing all that and recognizing like, sometimes I do things and I'm not very good at them. And at the end of the day, there's always a good lesson there. And if nothing else, there's a great story. So even if like, I totally sucked at something, at least it made for a good story. Something I can share on social media, something I can laugh about on the podcast. So I think that's really, really important. So that's my takeaway message for you is to look at the places where you can be stretching yourselves and leaning into the things that are equal parts scary and exciting. Because when you go to those places that are scary and exciting, that is where you will grow and you will become more dynamic and you will build things you could have never imagined building. So With that, I will let you know that the Shameless Mom Academy will be growing in very new, exciting, and dynamic ways in the next few months and in the next year especially. And I cannot wait to do that with you. I'm so excited that we've gotten to be on this journey together so far for two years. And I know the next two years will be exponentially greater than the first two years, which I can't even imagine at this point because the first two years have been so much bigger and better than I could have ever dreamed. And that's because of all of you. So thank you. It's because you listen and you share and you listen and you share and you listen and you share. So please keep listening and sharing because now my life depends on it. I, on the flip side, promise to serve and provide and give you what you ask for and give you what you need and give you what you want because I'm so, so excited to be here with you and I'm so grateful for what we already have and I can't wait to build upon that. 
as we continue to grow up in the Shameless Mom Academy together. So stay tuned for some fun, exciting announcements. And my last words of encouragement and support for you for today are for you to make space for your future. Start creating space for the things that will allow you to live in the most dynamic ways possible and get into those exciting and scary places where you will grow in ways you cannot even yet imagine. So if this has been helpful or inspiring to you, please share it with someone else. Share this with someone who you think might want to make some space for their future. You can share out this episode by taking a screenshot of it and sharing it on social media. And make sure you tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Instagram or Facebook. You can also go to shamelessmom.com and click on episode 227 to get the link for this episode. And you can share that out on social media, or you can shoot an email out to everyone that you love and adore and say, oh my gosh, listen to this. But I so appreciate you sharing the show. Like I said, it means the world and I'm dependent on your growth now. So I could, I've always been grateful, but now I'm especially grateful that uh, we get to be on this journey together. So I just really appreciate you being here today. And I appreciate you you supporting me, but I also appreciate you pushing yourself to those uncomfortable places and letting me know about it. Because every time I get an email or a message from one of you, where you tell me your story, your journey about going to one of those uncomfortable places, and then fighting, surviving and thriving, I am so lit up and it makes me so fired up and so excited for everything that happens in this community. So if you have something to share along those lines, shoot me an email at info at shamelessmom.com. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your story. And perhaps you would be maybe profiled on the show because every now and then I do that. And um, I just appreciate you being here. I appreciate you sharing yourself so openly and I can't wait to do more great things together. We will be back on Wednesday with a fantastic episode. Can't wait for that. A fantastic interview. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.